Hi, I'm Daniel. Hi, I'm Ellie. And these are a few of our favorite things. Marvel Movie Edition. Maybe we should introduce ourselves. Sounds great. Do you want to go first know you. or me? Go ahead. You go first. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Daniel. I'm currently single. I am a <laughs> cancer. <laughs> I like walks on the beach, uh, root beer floats, Sundays, the day and the ice cream. <laughs> and um, a couple other things that you'll find out along the way if you stick around with us. Popcorn I'm Ellie. Ellie. I'm Ellie. I live in California, but I am an Arizona native, um, which means that I spent a lot of time indoors because of how hot it is. And so I got to watch a lot of movies and TV and listen to a lot of music. So I have a lot of favorite stuff and I'm excited to share it with y'all. Trapped inside all day. All day, every day. day, My my husband regularly asks, how do you know all these movies? How do you know all these actors? What's going on? And I told him, listen, the only thing you could really do in Arizona, especially in the summer, is stay indoors and watch movies. Yeah. I was just telling our our, uh, friend Ernie that I haven't been bored in like six or seven years. I don't remember the last time I was bored. It was like so much stuff for me to read and watch. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yep, especially with Netflix and Hulu and YouTube TV now and Amazon. It's just there's an endless amount. It's hard to keep up. Yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to keep up. It kind of sucks because I'm going to miss out on a lot of stuff, but whatever. I, yeah, especially now I'm a, new, I'm a new mom and I just have a backlog of things that I want to watch and listen to. It's just it's so impossible. Awesome. Each week we're going to have a different topic. Um, something to talk about and we'll maybe go over like the brief history um, why we like it and I'm trying to do like a top five list every week how does that sound that sounds great so we'll do like a top five list with the topic um, every every month we're gonna be monthly podcast not weekly I'm sorry because <laughs> we don't have time it's hard she's got a baby and a husband <laughs> and, and I guess they need her I'm all alone. I, I could do a weekly by myself, but that's weird. <laughs> It'd be all awkward the whole time. That's okay. So what's our topic this week again? So topic this week, Marvel movies. Um, and we're going to go into the history of the Marvel movies, and then we'll break down this, the new cinematic universe. And then we compiled a list of our top five all-time favorite Marvel movies. And then just to give you a little bit more history, Daniel is a really big Marvel fan. He reads the comics. He watches the movies, obviously. He knows a lot about what's going on in the Marvel Universe. And while I've never really read the comics, I mean, I have a little bit, some, I really enjoy the movies. And um, Daniel kind of keeps me up to speed with a lot of the cool behind-the-scenes stuff that's going on. But thanks to the internet, it's pretty easy to keep up with all of that stuff. But so that's just right. to keep, yeah. And Ellie is a Harry Potterophile. Yes. Is that how you say that? Mm, sure. Potterheads. Do you have a name? Potterheads. <laughs> any any um, term is fine with me. Right. I just I love Harry Potter. I'm so excited for October because that's when I'm going to start watching them again. And you're Gryffindor, right? Yes. To the core. I'm Hufflepuff. (laughs) Maybe we'll incorporate something Harry Potter theme in a future podcast. 
Yeah, maybe. Ooh. Ooh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> so, do you want to jump into kind of the history? Yeah, this is the history. Okay, so normal movies have been around for quite a while, according to our, um, what is this, Wikipedia. Have you, I don't know if you guys heard of that. <laughs> very trustworthy source. So the very first Marvel studio, the Marvel film, based on a Marvel character. How's that sound? Yeah, that sounds great. Okay. Captain America, 1944. I'm going to assume that you haven't seen this one, Ellie, because I haven't seen it. No, I have not seen that. So it was uh, done by Republic Pictures. Oh, man, they got an old school logo. Check that thing out. <laughs> it's like so America. It's got an yes. eagle and <laughs> soaring through the sun. <laughs> I just perched on what appears to possibly be a giant mountain, so it's possibly even a more giant eagle <laughs> oh yeah it's just an eagle on top of another eagle <laughs> and then let's see here it says it's captain america the purple death was chapter one and these were black and white so they couldn't tell what the suit was but uh, they got them on the uh, poster in blue and the star is red not white i don't see a shield either do you see a shield on there I don't. Mm-mm. That's weird. It says, Captain Marco's regarded as the apex of the traditional action film fight. Mm-hmm. Looks like you can find the um, episodes on YouTube. No way. Yep, I just pulled it up. Do you think can people we- paid money to go to the, the movies for 25 minutes back in the day? What a waste of money. <laughs> they didn't have any money back then either. Like, I'm gonna pay two of my bucks to go to go to uh, <laughs> see this thing. Well, know. there wasn't there wasn't much to do. I guess. Mm-hmm. So like, I think two bucks was like twenty bucks back then. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna pay like two bucks to, for twenty five minutes of my time. What are we? You know, I don't know. So the um. The episodes, I guess, if you could call them that. I mean, were they movies or it's a serial? Maybe it was just on TV. Oh, it says serial films. Um, anyways, they can, they can be found on YouTube. Um, the handle of the person that's posted all of these videos is called The Avengers Captain. Um, and he has all of them. All of them, which is awesome. And like In order? Yeah, in order. So there's what? One, two, three. There's 15. Plus a bonus um, bonus material at the end, so technically 17. So like three hours and 30 minutes or something? Yeah. Yeah. Right, this, I took a drink. Okay, this is really cool. <laughs> I might check those out. We'll see. They're probably really bad. I kind of want to watch. <laughs> so that's the first uh, Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. 1944. And then... I don't, I don't know if it did bad or didn't do well, because for some reason it took about 40 years to make the next Marvel movie, <laughs> which was Howard the Duck. Did you watch this movie, Ellie? Or? No, but I know I actually do know about it. I didn't even know about the 1944 Captain America. I never watched Howard the Duck 1986, but I have heard of it. Howard the Duck used to scare me. I, 
there's this guy, the uh, principal from Ferris Bueller. Um, he does like a weird transformation or something, and it scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> I guess that guy's a pedophile, which oh. is obvious. <laughs> and he's like a he's a comedy character, right? Yeah, he has sex with Leah Thompson in the movie. Oh gosh, that's interesting. It's really weird. Yeah. So it kind of has like a Roger Rabbit kind of a vibe where. It was made before Roger Rabbit. Yeah, but it's kind of kind of has that vibe where it's okay if people like hook up with cartoons and stuff. Yeah. Um, they said if it was made after Roger Rabbit, it probably would have been better because they would have did it like Roger Rabbit instead yeah. of trying to make it like a like a Muppets kind of movie. Uh huh. So it was weird, and I I, I liked it as a kid, but it kind of scared me at the same time. Yeah, it seems pretty creepy. Yeah. Uh, and then there was these three, um, probably the, I'm going to call them the 90s Marvel flops, even though one came out in 89. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the Punisher from 89. This was mm-hmm. straight to video, but it was bad. <laughs> and then Captain America in 1990 was awful. I remember my mom rented these. And then 94 Fantastic Four was also an awful looking movie. If you want to see a funny trailer, you should check that one out. <laughs> I'm not even gonna ask if you've seen these because I'm pretty sure you haven't. Mm-mm, I haven't seen those ones, but here, here we get into the ones that I have seen and that yeah. most people probably have as well. So four years later, 1998, we finally get into a good uh, comic book movie. Um, let me see, probably the best since like Batman Returns, even if we're counting DC movies. But uh, we got Blade in 1998. It was rated R, it was bloody, and it was amazing. I actually like this movie a lot. Did you like this movie? I did. And then the next couple years, we got the X-Men, and then Blade 2, and then Spider-Man 1 was all right. That Spider-Man movie, the Tobey Maguire one, that just, like, really kicked it off for me. Like, looking back at it now, it's not the best obviously especially that whole trilogy kind of goes from okay to really bad um but that's what really kicked it off i remember going to the movies to go and see that with my family it was just i remember leaving the theater and thinking that it was awesome and i just really have great memories about that first spider-man movie yeah i'm I'm gonna say from blade to spider-man one these Mm -hmm. blade x-men blade two and spider-man one it was like really good, like silver, golden time for Marvel movies, and everything looked ahead. Yeah. And then we got like a little over saturation. I don't know how to say that word. Yeah, it was just like a dumping. Because the next year we got Ben Affleck as Daredevil, which, which wasn't terrible in comparison to what we have now. Yeah, it is, but. <laughs> I didn't like it. I remember not liking it. It wasn't it was, awful. It's not as bad as Spider-Man 3, yeah. Okay, that's very true. Okay, so with Daredevil, X2 was good at, at the time. Yes. But in retrospect, I, I didn't like it at all. Right. Um, the awful Hulk movie, I don't think anyone saw this movie. I saw it. Really? Yes. <laughs> was it bad? No, I liked I liked Eric Bana. As I like Eric Bana in Troy. But... <laughs> I like all of the Hulk movies that have come out. Like, they've all just been so cool. Um, 
I think that they're awesome. It's kind of like Godzilla for me. I can watch all of the Godzilla movies and I just love him. Even P. Diddy Godzilla. Oh my gosh. <laughs> P. Diddy Godzilla. Uh, and then we get into The, the Punisher. The uh, 2004 okay. Punisher. I don't remember which Punisher this was. This was amazing. This was such Thomas a Jane. good... Thomas Jane was this Punisher. Okay. This was such a good Punisher. And John Travolta. I didn't see this one. It oh, you need to. Me. No, you have to watch it, Daniel. It's so good. Really? John Travolta is really good in it, too. No way. Yes, absolutely. And then uh, Spider-Man 2, which everyone thinks is a good movie, but I don't like it myself. It was alright. Uh, Blade Trinity was like I, well, the worst wait, one. Go ever. back up to Spider-Man Two. The reason why I liked this one was um, who was the who Doc was the Oc. bad guy in this one? Doc Ock. Yes, that's why I liked it. I liked that villain. Yeah, he's a good villain, but the movie sucked. <laughs> it's kind of I fell asleep in that movie. It was boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it won an Oscar apparently. Oh yeah, check that out. <laughs> I didn't say what for. Um, and then this is this is crap right here. They got yes. Blade Trinity, awful. Electra, awful. Fantastic Four, the Jessica awful. Alba, <laughs> and with and the X Men Three, the worst X Men movie ever made. <laughs> oh, it keeps going though. Look, yeah. Ghost Rider with Nick Cage. <laughs> oh, hey, baby God. doll. I'm <laughs> I'm going to ride my motorcycle and save you, so baby doll. So cringy. So cringy. Uh, Spider-Man 3, the worst movie ever made. Possibly, yes, the worst movie in the Marvel Universe. And Jessica Alba got a sequel for Fantastic Four. Ugh, gosh. Th- these were awful. It was so hard to get through these movies, the Fantastic Four movies. So bad. But, but what do we get next year? So, like, at this time, it was like, oh, I don't want to see another superhero movie. Yeah. It's kind of just like, stop it. I'm over it. I'm done. Yeah. And then, um, finally, Marvel announced their cinematic universe. They're taking over the movies. They got their rights back to a lot of the characters which, that they sold off. And they're going to have their own little studio. And their first movie they came out with was Iron Man. Directed by the great John Favreau. John Favreau. <laughs> and let's see here. Um, Robert Downey Jr. stars in the movie. As kind of his like re- his re-debut, right? Yeah, he had he he had some pretty good movies before this, but he hadn't blown back up yet. He yeah. had like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. And then he had like the drug issue, so he kind yeah. of fell map a little people didn't really trust him to be in the movies anymore in their movies that was like early nine like late 90s and then he started coming back with like kiss kiss bang bang Mm -hmm. um he was in that movie with shia labeouf and channing tatum Mm -hmm. i don't remember (laughs) what that's called dang it um but then this was the big one for him so this is where he became tony stark and who else was in this it was uh What's this dude's name? Samuel L. Jackson. Wait, that's at the end. We didn't get there yet. Okay, was, hold on. Who's the bad guy? It was um. Oh, um. Well, Jeff Bridges is in it. Yeah, Jeff Bridges. That's his name. Have, that's and then Terrence Howard is in it. Oh yeah, Terrence. I forgot about Terrence Howard. And then obviously Gwyneth Paltrow. I forgot about Terrence Gwyneth Howard. Paltrow. You know, there's there's 
some drama with some of the actors in all of the movies. That's why you don't see, you know, you see a second Hulk and then you see a second. Um, who is Terrence Howard again? Um, you, Rhodey. He's Rhodey. Rhodey. Yeah, 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 Rhodey. Iron yes. Machine. War Machine. Oh, my gosh. Machine. Iron What did you think about Iron Man, Ellie? I thought it was awesome. I thought it was super exciting. I... I thought I really liked where Marvel was going when I watched Spider-Man, but then we got those movies that came after that that kind of just led to disappointment after disappointment. But with the introduction of Iron Man, it was just amazing. It was incredible to see what has happened in um, production and with effects. And I remember my dad loving it. I remember my mom loving it, my brothers, obviously. And it was just all around really awesome. Yeah, it, it was so good. I think I saw it twice, maybe three times in theaters. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And I thought, oh, good. I, I thought it was hilarious, too. I thought it was so funny and really smart. Um, you know, I just, I really appreciated that as well, just that, the humor in it. Yeah. Tony was like that asshole that you love. He was like awesome. Yes. And then Jarvis, hilarious. Yeah. Who I thought was Jude Law this whole time until um, the second Avengers movie. <laughs> <laughs> and Paul then, okay. Um, and then this was the first movie that had a post-credit scene, and that would eventually connect all the movies together to where we'll get an Avengers eventually. But you know um, what I really liked about Iron Man two. Um, before this, every time I would see a superhero movie, it was like they were living in secret, right? Like nobody knew these, um, other identities that they had. So they would kind of skulk around at night and fight bad guys and come back to their real life. But at the end of Iron Man, it just like blew my mind when he announced that he was Iron Man. And it was kind of like, wait, did that really happen? Like, yeah, he like threw the whole secret identity thing out the window and was like, yeah, "Yeah, I'm, I'm Iron Man. Yeah, and it was just like, whoa, this is awesome. Like, what is happening? Like <laughs> so I really liked too. that. Yeah, it was so awesome. And this this also introduced us to the S.H.I.E.L.D., the S.H.I.E.L.D. organization. Um, and we got through, oh, my God. We got to introduce through uh, Agent Phil Coulson. <laughs> that was, I think I tripped over my words. That was awesome. That's okay. <laughs> We're live, people. Just kidding. Yeah. And then that same year, we got Ed Norton in The Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. Which I think was awesome. I love watching that movie. Yeah, it's good. I want them to bring uh, Tim Roth back. Oh, my gosh. He was so awesome in that movie. He was incredible. Little little short Tim Roth. <laughs> I, I love Tim Roth. <laughs> <laughs> and then we saw... Wait, we also saw um, Black Widow. Yes. Yeah. No, the, she was in Iron Man 2. Wasn't she? No. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm thinking of um, Betty Ross. Yes. Betty Ross. Yeah. Was, who played Betty Ross? Do you remember? Yeah. Steven Tyler's daughter. Well, Liv Taylor. Liv Taylor. That's her name. Taylor, yeah. That's weird that you call him Steven Tyler I, and Liv Taylor. Liv Tyler. I know. That's what you mean. English is not my first language. That's always going to be my fallback. That's not to, fair. To be when we're talking about my pronunciation. 
<laughs> so they, I don't know. Ed Norton got mad about a cut of the movie and he got all pissed off. So he ended up walking away. So there was never a Hulk to. With also, him. I think um, Universal owns the rights to Hulk movies. Okay. So they're trying not to do a Hulk movie because the, the rights would go to Universal. And, you know, they've already tried it. They did two origin movies already with actors that they kind of didn't move forward with. So I don't think we really need another origin story for the Hulk. I think we kind of know what's going on with him. What do you think? Yeah, we don't need another orange origin movie, but he'll never get another standalone movie either. Like a Planet Hulk movie or something? Yeah. Yeah, they'll never, they'll never do like a Planet Hulk movie because Universal will get most of the money. So they own the rights to the character in the other Marvel movies, but they don't own the rights to the standalone movies. That Interesting. Yeah. It's unfortunate, you know, that everything is just kind of powered by that but it's yeah. all money it's all money and then in 2010 we got iron man 2 which also starred robert Downey jr <laughs> and then mickey rourke as um what what was the villain's name again whiplash whiplash yeah ivan Bankle. he was like a scientist that could also make technology did he have something against tony stark's dad or something i can't remember well tony stark's dad and Ivan's dad were uh, co-workers, weren't they? Yeah, they were, that's what it was. Yeah, and then... They stole his technology or something? Yeah, because I, I, if I remember correctly, and I might be totally getting this wrong, but I think um, Ivan's dad wanted to do more good with the technology, whereas Tony Stark's dad was ready to kind of work for the milita- military. I might be I might be totally getting that wrong. Does that sound... Yeah. Right. I think it, I think it was like a like a Tesla versus Edison um, kind of thing going on. Yeah, something. I remember. Yeah. I might be making that up too, but that sounds yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get a new um, uh, James Rhodes in this one, right? Yeah, a new Rhodey. We get Don Cheadle. Mm-hmm. In the introduction of Black Widow, we get Scarlett Johansson as Natasha Romanoff. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. We get to see Justin Hammer played by Sam Rockwell, which is awesome. Who, um, by the way, they wanted to cast as uh, Tony Stark originally. Oh, I don't. I wouldn't have liked that. It would've been good. I don't know. I just always think Sam Rockwell is like sleazy. Yeah, he is. But so yeah. is Tony Stark. I guess. I guess Robert Downey Jr. before Iron Man was kind of sleazy. So maybe. Okay. <laughs> and then this was the first movie where the end credit scene actually bled into the next movie. So at the end credit of this scene of this one, we got a bunch of people surrounding Thor's hammer, which let lead us t- into next year's movie, 2011, Thor. Mm-hmm. Which Does this was have a colon, Thor, the no, Dark th- World. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's the second one. Yeah, no, this was, was just called Thor. It's just it called was, Thor. 2011 was just Thor. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth, gorgeous. So yeah, we got Chris Hemsworth cast as Thor, Anthony get- Hopkins as Odin. Do we get a Natalie Portman as Jane Foster, and Tom Hiddleston as Loki, which right. kind of introduced the whole anti-hero thing, right, with Loki? Yeah, he was the anti-hero. He's <laughs> Thor's brother. Thor loves him, but he's like a troublemaker. Yep. And then we got uh, Stellan Skarsgård, who oh, yes. did not have any beautiful children that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> nope, none at all. And Kat Dennings and Darcy. her personalities 
And did you say already Anthony Hopkins as Odin? I did, but mm-hmm. I did not say him though. If you want to say who's that? Yes, Idris Elba. And then Ray Stevenson was in it. I've heard of him. <laughs> oh, and we got uh, Jamie Alexander as Sif, and Rene Russo as Thor's mom. Yeah. Yep. So this one was great. I loved this one. Um, I I think Thor is probably one of my favorite. Captain America is my favorite Marvel superhero, and Thor is a really close second. So I love all of the Thor movies. Yeah, they're all they're all different. I like them. This one was more Lord of the Rings esque, esque, and like had some Superman too in it, where like Thor went human. Yeah. Until he got, had to earn his power back, which is kind of cool. This was a great one out of all of the Thor movies. It's probably my least favorite out of the ones that have that have um been made, but I did like it. What about you? Oh, and we forgot uh, Jeremy Renner was in this as Hawkeye. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You kind of didn't know if he was like a good guy or a bad guy in this yeah. one. I mean, I like he... this one a lot. I like I liked it better than the uh, the next movie, Captain America: First Avenger. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't like that one as much, but I like this one a lot. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm like really into like Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. I see. Fantasy movies. That's what they're called. Yeah. Well, can you say, the, can you say the hammer name? You want to try oh it? yeah, Mjolnir. 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 <laughs> Mjolnir. <laughs> it is hard to say. And that and kind then, of into what was the end credit on that one? It was, it was Loki. Oh, it was Loki. Um, he, he had taken over the, the scientists, and they found the tesseract with uh, mm-hmm. Nick Fury. Yeah, something like that. And Which, then we get into Captain America, which. I love Captain America, and I I loved this movie. I thought it was awesome. I could every time it's playing, I will watch it. I think it's great. I love Chris Evans. I love Captain America's whole demeanor and what he stands for. Sometimes he can get a little preachy, and sometimes it's just like, uh, but you know he's right. Yeah, this was this was Boy Scout Captain America, nineteen forties Captain America. Yeah, but it's great. You see Chris Chris Evans. You see Sebastian Stan playing Bucky, which you kind of didn't know was going to kind of be a big character as the movies progressed. Yeah, uh, you didn't know. Mm-mm. You saw Tommy I Lee Jones. I, I Yeah, I didn't know either. But you saw Tommy Lee Jones. He was... And Donald Cooper was um, Tony Stark's dad. Oh, yes. That's right. Dominic Cooper. Stanley Tucci. Is how you say his last name? Tucci? Yeah, he, Tucci. Yeah, Tucci. Again, Samuel L. Jackson, obviously. Toby Jones, creepy, like super creepy in yeah. it. And then Tommy Lee Jones was uh, the colonel. And he had his little band of misfits, too. It was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then Hugo Weaving. Yeah. Webbing? Weaving? Hugo Weaving. Um, as agent. As the agent. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> agent Smith. Agent Smith. <laughs> He was an awesome Red Skull, and spoiler alert, he was in Infinity War, which was not expected. Well, it wasn't him. Well, not him, actually. technically, yes. Red Skull, but not Hugo Weaving or Webbing, however yeah. his last name. Yeah. He, he had troubles with the makeup, so he didn't want to do the movie again. He was contractually um, obligated to do, like, two more, I think. Oh, interesting. But Marvel was, like, just nice and never made him do it again. They didn't enforce it? Yeah. What was the issues that he had with the makeup? It was just uncomfortable? Yeah, I don't think he liked doing the makeup at all. Oh. Well, you have to suffer for your art, right? 
Yeah, I don't think he knew what he was getting into, but he did a really good job. He did. He did an amazing job. I was waiting for them to bring him back because he's, he's mm-hmm. a little significant bad guy in, in the Marvel Universe. Which I didn't know until afterwards, and I started reading into it. Yeah. And then, let's see. This one this one led right into the trailer for the first Avengers movie. Which, by the way, was perfect. It's one thing that, um, what was it, the DC Universe got wrong. They just automatically went in and gave us, what was the, the DC Universe, what was that movie that came out last year? Oh, well, the Justice League. Justice League. See, but I can't even They messed up. The first Superman, the, the uh, um, Man of Steel was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then yes, they was. did Batman vs. Superman for no reason. That yep. was dumb. Exactly. Man of Steel was amazing. So good. But they kind of just threw in. It's, just, it's like if they would have started off with the Avengers without giving us like, you know, a good origin on any of the characters and kind of building up to it. So I think it was perfect that Captain America kind of led into Marvel's The Avengers. Yeah, they should have did Man of Steel 2, Wonder mm-hmm. Woman, and then they don't have to do a Batman movie if they don't want to. They could have just had Batman in the background and then the Aquaman. Yeah, they could have the done Flash. the Aquaman. Mm-hmm. And then the Justice League movie. Yep. But anyways, we digress. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the Avengers, this was the end of phase one. It was Loki was the main bad guy, which is a good bad guy. And he yeah. had help with the, what was the name of the aliens? Do you remember? Oh, gosh. No, I don't. No. Um, We're, we're talking about. The Chitari. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah, he had help with the Chitari. Which we later found out towards the end of the movie was supplied by none other than Thanos. Yes. And in this Avengers, we see a whole group of amazing, it's just just such an amazing, amazing cast. Sorry. You have Robert Downey Jr. You have Chris Evans. You have Mark Ruffalo, which is the new Hulk. Um, Chris Hemsworth, obviously, for Thor. Scarlett Johansson. Jeremy Renner. Um, You know, we see Agent hill in this one for the first time right yeah mara hill she's in this robin Mm -hmm. from robin sparkles oh yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) yep yep and overall this was just awesome this was just such a great movie um you do kind of i i like how it just seems so planned right like now watching infinity wars and and learning about thanos it brings you back to the first avengers movie because we all know that tony stark was never really the same after this movie he was always kind of just haunted by what happened to him at the end of the avengers when he kind of gets blown off into space and he has that real even though he kind of had a near-death experience in iron man when he was in the mountains it was different it was completely different this was just so different from him and he wasn't really the same afterwards so i just love that that all the thought that was put into all of the movies it kind of just ties it all together so it makes it really special in my opinion yeah it's really good and it started phase two which is where marvel decided to break all their character all the main characters from avengers anyways they were all kind of broken down and they weren't different from Avengers 1 where they were, like, cheery. Does that make sense? Yep. It, it just kind of made it more serious. Kind of just like how the Harry Potter movies progressed, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we had Iron Man 3, which was um, Tony just broken. He was PTSD from uh, – was PTSD. That's the name of the word. 
Yeah, PTSD. Which I, I didn't really care for this Iron Man, Iron Man 3. I liked it. It was like a heist I, movie. Not I, a heist I, movie, but... I thought the Mandarin was awful in it. I mean, he wasn't really like the bad guy we all thought he was going to be. Um, you know, I thought like that. Was this was this the one where he kind of has the party and he's in his Iron Man suit? That was the second one. Oh, that was the second one. Are you it's, sure? Um, yeah, DJ yeah. AM was the DJ yeah. at the time, and then he R. died. R.I.P.M. Oh, this is the one where Pepper Potts kind of turns into one of those like fire people, right? Yeah. Yeah. Makes... See, it's just cause kind of it was kind of weird. I it wasn't my favorite. I've watched it a couple of times. I just remember it wasn't really my favorite. Um, but hey, to each its own, right? This was. I think we had a different director in this one. Yeah, we had Shane Black directing this one instead of John Favreau, who had directed the first two. Yeah, John Favreau was busy with something else. I can't remember. Maybe he was, he was making he chefs. Was in the movie, though. Yeah, he was in the movie. He was in the ER or whatever most of the time. Mm-hmm. Guarding yeah. him. So the problem with this one was we all thought it was going to be the Mandarin and the Mandarin was going to be awesome. And it wasn't the Mandarin. It was some guy playing the Mandarin. And um, then we got Guy Pierce. He was a fire guy or something. See, I, I completely even forgot about Guy Pierce. Yeah. He was the main villain. He was the fire guy. There he is. Yep. And, and then this was end credit scene was just him talking to Mark Ruffalo the whole time. Mm-hmm. Oh, was, that's right. It wasn't that great of a post credit scene either. You don't think so? No, it was just it was just a funny one. And then we get into Thor: The Dark World, which was awesome. This was my second favorite Thor movie. Um, obviously, you know, now you know that Ragnarok was my first favorite, but this one was great too. We see a lot of the same characters, Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman's back in this one, um, obviously Tom Hiddleston and Anthony Hopkins. And then we see, um, this is the one which really talked, was this the first, no, this wasn't the first Infinity Stone movie, right? Cause we see the, the Tesseract before, yeah. but kind of get a little glimpse of how important the infinity stones are with the dark world in my opinion what do you think this is the second um infinity stone the ether um mm -hmm. which is the reality stone yeah reality stone that's right yeah. you read that somewhere did you know that i remembered actually <laughs> <laughs> um what was i gonna say oh this one was awesome it was it was like Star Wars meets Lord of the Rings. It was like space fights and swords, yeah. fighting, fighting elves. Loki dies, so we think. Yes, for the first time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, I like this movie a lot. This one's really good. It got a lot of hate. I don't know why, but I liked it a lot. Did it? Yeah, it did. Oh, I didn't know that. And then this is where he like commits himself to Jane Foster. Mm-hmm. But we really don't see her after this, right? Yeah. They had a Marvel's problem with her or something. I don't know. Something's going on with that. This is where Thor's mom dies. Oh, yeah. Rene Russo dies. Mm hmm And the end credit, we see Benicio Del Toro mm -hmm. as the collector. Which I love. I think it's so brilliant. Which will set us up for Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. But before that, we get... A, I don't know, this is like a spy movie, you want to call it? The Winter Soldier, yes. And kind of like a spy movie, absolutely, because you don't know what's going on. You think, is it, this is the one, if I'm not mistaken, where um, 
where Nick Fury dies at the beginning, right? Yeah, he, he dies. Mm-hmm. And, and you kind of don't know what's going on. You have this, like, mystery assassin. Um, you have Robert Redford in it, who you think is a good guy. So it kind of, I think you're right. I think it's more like a spy movie. Yeah. And Cap's on the run the whole time. Mm-hmm. And he's on the run with um, Black Widow, with Natasha Romanoff. They're kind of, you know, you have that scene with them at the Apple store. <laughs> <laughs> and it uh, introduces us to Sam Wilson. Yeah, you get Falcon in this one. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, super cool. And then uh, Sebastian Stan comes back as Bucky or Winter Soldier. Yeah, which is just incredible, right? You have that amazing fight scene on the freeway, which was so incredible. You see Scarlett Johansson and and Bucky kind of going at it with each other, which it was awesome. That was probably one of my favorite action scenes of the... the Do you remember that part from the trailer when Cap threw his shield... And then he turns around and just catches, catches it. Catches it, right? Yeah. Just, oh my God, that was incredible. He just like yeah. catches it. Yeah, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> Which sets us up for something else in the next Captain America movie I'll get to. Okay. Because it was, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what was the end credit on this one? Do you remember? Um, I, I don't. Here, pause it real quick. Oh, Let's... I got it, I got it. It's, um, it's showing the intro of the creation of Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. He's like, the oh. scientist is in the back, and he's like, the the miracles they made it. Because they're not allowed to call them mutants. Yeah, because of that. <laughs> yeah. Which is dumb, but. Yep. And then, and then, is this the next year? Yeah, no, same year. 2014, Guardians of the Galaxy. Which, I'm just going to say, when this, when we saw the trailers, when we kind of saw what was happening, and we saw the introduction of, you know, Gamora, Rocket, um, Groot, and Drax, and I mean, I've always really liked Chris Pratt, so that was really cool, and I like Zoe Saldana, but I was like, this is weird. This is going to, for me, an outsider who doesn't, who never read anything about Guardians of the Galaxy, I thought this was going to be weird. So I went into it because you guys wanted to see it. And it came to be one of my favorite movies of all time. It was so hilarious, so well done. It completely took me by surprise. It was amazing. I just, I love this movie. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, I didn't know anything about the Guardians of the Galaxy either, actually. Oh, okay. Okay. Because um, they're like a low-low-key like a uh, comic book series. Yeah, I never really even heard of them that much. I think maybe a couple of times, but never really looked into it, never knew. I mean, there are superheroes that obviously I've heard of, but I've never really looked into, and this was one of them. Yeah, and I'm going to say best soundtrack of all the Marvel movies. Oh, absolutely. I think everyone can agree with that. Just that became quickly like number one on Spotify. I remember that somebody created the playlist for it, and it was just downloaded so many times. Yeah, this one, Uh, and then Black Panther maybe number two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. And then you saw you were like, wait, Vin Diesel is is doing the voice of Groot, and Bradley Cooper is doing the voice of Rocket, but they're like huge stars. How are they not in it, really? You know. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. And then we see Ronan in this one. Yes, Ronan. Do you remember who played Ronan? Ronan. Lee Pace. Yeah. Yeah, Lee Pace, and then Yondu. Which who's oh awesome. yeah you get Yondu who you're kind of like is he a bad guy is he not I think this is the first time Josh Brolin played played Thanos from oh movie. okay yeah I think you're right mm-hmm. which is like a little little part and then we see Nebula 
Oh yeah, Nebula. And then more of Benicio del Toro as the collector, who's amazing, and who, by the way, Benicio del Toro and Josh Brolin have movies together outside of the Marvel universe. Um, so that's really cool too. And then this was the movie that legit um, explained the Infinity Stones. Yes, it was absolutely. The first time you knew what an Infinity Stone was. Yeah, because that's when the collector really was explaining what. At which stone did he have at the time? The Ether Stone? No, he yeah. didn't have the. No, it wasn't the ether stone, but they were giving him the power stone. They were giving him the power stone. That's right. And then his little helper grabs it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, sorry. My headphones are tripping. Was it? Oh, no, that's okay. It was, um, that's right. The power stone, the purple stone. Yeah. Yeah. And then. James Gunn as a director who he directed this one, he directed the next one and kind of sounds like he's not going to be able to direct the last one. Hopefully there's enough of a, of an uprising that we get him for that third one, but he's just done such an incredible job. And I love watching his comment, listening to his commentary. And um, so kind of a bummer if that doesn't end up happening. I was telling Ernie, if the DC universe was smart, they'd pick him up for for the green lantern. That'd be awesome. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That would be awesome. Yeah. They should do it. Yep. That would be awesome. Then and after this, well, we, do we get a post credit scene on this one? In this post credit scene, we get uh, Howard the Duck with his martini. That's right. That's right. And kind of, what, Baby Groot dancing during the credits. Which is adorable. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of didn't know before then that he, um, you kind of didn't know before then that he was reincarnated i guess <laughs> or became yeah. a man, right it was yeah rocket was just like carrying around a twig but you didn't know if it was gonna grow or not yeah so that was really cute and then sold a bunch of merchandise yeah so oh my gosh so much <laughs> then <laughs> we get to event 15 age of ultron yeah which how what year did Guardians come out 2014, so it wasn't yeah, that. 2014. Yeah. Okay. So then next year we get Age of Ultron, which was my least favorite Avengers movie. Kind of a snooze for me. I felt I fell asleep every time I watched this one. Even though the beginning is really awesome, I just towards the middle I always just get a little bit. This one had one of my favorite scenes though, because they had the little party scene where they were all at the party yeah. and then trying to lift the hammer and stuff yes. like that. Yes. And that was at the beginning, and I loved that. I thought that was hilarious. I thought it just really was perfect after guardians you know you kind of think because guardians was hilarious and so yeah. that humor just starts to come back or just to, starts to introduce itself into all of the movies so i love that party scene too and you see um falcon was it falcon kind of no it wasn't falcon it was Rhodes, war machine yeah. talking about his his story to the other avengers and the other avengers are so not impressed but then he talks <laughs> about it with the with the girls and they're like yeah that's awesome yeah. <laughs> hilarious and- and then, um, what's it called? Chris Hemsworth and Tony Stark. They talk about Thor and Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Talk about their, their both their girls. And yeah. he's like, I prefer Jane. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. And in this one, we get to see Jane Spader as Ultron. Yes. Which is very which good. Really awesome. And then you get um, Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda, the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. And um, Quicksilver, which I can't remember who the ca- who was, was casted. It was kick ass. Oh, that's right. That's right. Kick ass. Yeah. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Aaron Taylor yeah. Johnson. Yeah. And Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. see, like, 
how overpowered Scarlet Witch is. She has like the power to do all the powers. Yeah, it's incredible. She, it, they, they talk about that at the in Infinity War, right? Remember when they're like, why was she upstairs? Why was she in yeah. the building the whole time? Because her powers are just incredible. And it also shows like it starts the relationship with Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch. Like Hawkeye, the weakest character, and Scarlet Witch, the strongest character. And they like have this little link relationship. It's pretty cool. That's right. Kind of forgot about that one. He's like, there's aliens flying everywhere and lasers, and I'm just out here shooting arrows. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. What did you think of this one? Like I said, I liked this it. Is my... I like, I like Joss Whedon. I'm a Joss Whedon head, so I liked it a lot. Yeah. And then Quicksilver dies, so we didn't really get him that much. Yeah, we didn't. That's why he was quickly forgotten for me. Oh, and I forgot Andy Serkis was in this. He's playing the uh, Ulysses Claw, which will come back in Black Panther. Yeah. Which is, This is where he loses his arm from Ultron, like breaks his arm off or something. Oh, that's right. That's right. And then, let's see. And then oh, we got... What's his name? Um, Vision. Vision. This was the, the birth of Vision. Yeah, and we... We get to see, he gets to pick up the hammer, which is like amazing to everyone. Yeah. Because he's worthy. And so, um, there's also the confirmation that the gem in Loki's scepter is the Infinity Stone, um, which the Mind Stone. Mind Stone. Uh huh. And then, and then, um, Josh Brolin is in this one and as the mid credit scene. Oh, yeah. Playing Thanos, wielding his gauntlet. He says, um, I'll do it myself or something like that. Yeah. He grabs the gauntlet. And then we also get a little sneak peek of Vibranium and Wakanda. Yes. Yeah. And then that leads us to the total opposite film, <laughs> even on a different coast. It's in the West Coast. Yep. Um, and. Ant-Man, which, Ant-Man. which I, I thought, didn't see until just recently, actually. I think I saw it last year for the first time. No way. Yep, I completely skipped it. I was so not interested in it. I couldn't picture Paul Rudd as a superhero. I never really liked Michael Douglas. So there's really nothing there for me. Um, I kind of was just like, eh, not into it. I saw it last year. I thought it was really funny. Not one of my favorites, but I did I did really enjoy it. I like this one a lot. Michael Pena was like the all-star of this movie. Yeah, he's hilarious in it. Absolutely. I think he stole the show. I like T.I. in this one, too. It's really funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their little crew, is, it's amazing. Yeah, their little misfit crew. Yeah. Yeah, super, super funny. And I do like Paul Rudd. Don't get me wrong. I think he's hilarious. It's just it's kind of weird seeing him as Ant-Man, as a superhero. You know, when you see him with his shirt off, you're kind of like, mm, Paul Rudd, put that shirt back on. <laughs> yeah, but he's not like a super superhero. He's just Ant-Man. Yeah. Robber or whatever, you know? True, true. And then, let's see. This one, oh, it was like... That was, it that was the end of phase one. It was phase two, actually. Yeah. Um, Which, by the way, speaking of the phases, um, they're kind of talking about how phase three is probably going to be the end of the Marvel Universe is what I saw, what I read. Oh, really? So we'll see, but there are still some more movies coming up in Phase 3, but it sounds like Phase 3 is going to be the last one, which all good things must come to an end. The last thing I want is to see things dragged on. But yeah. And then there's this part in this one where Michael Peña was talking to Paul Rudd, and he mentioned a guy with 
arrow with um sorry with webbing there's like shoot webbing mm -hmm. like, oh it's spider-man yes that's right that's right that's cool. yep but the next one we get is actually civil war captain america civil war which was the intro for us to spider-man mm-hmm Everyone was, like, really down on Spider-Man because there's been, like, six of them, eight of them. How many Spider-Man? Oh, my gosh. Or five. Five yeah. Spider-Mans. Too many. One. Yeah. But you see, in this one, you kind of get some conflict between... Because this is the one that creates the conflict between um, Captain America and Iron Man, right? Yes. So this one is a little hard for me to watch. I do... I did really, really like it. But... I'm I'm very much a come on let's all get along kind of person. <laughs> so to see that conflict and to see it kind of continue to grow and fester instead of resolving itself, it was hard for me to see my favorite superheroes go through that. It's they just all have daddy issues and they need to get over them, but it's hard they for do. them to. And then it's hard for for Captain America because he's such a loyal person. You know, he's very loyal to Bucky and he's loyal to Tony, but Tony feels like the loyalty should land more with him. And, you know, so you get a lot of that tension, which kind of explodes. But it makes sense because, like, after Winter Soldier, he has government, like, try to take him over. So yes. now he doesn't trust the government at all. True. He, Tony's trying to trust the government, but he's not trying to have any of that right now. Exactly. But you do get the amazing scene at, towards the end with Paul Rudd and Tom Holland. Um, so Ant-Man and Spider-Man come in and it's hilarious. It's awesome and hilarious. But then you see like your super, your favorite superheroes just fighting each other. That's why and I guess it's, it's Civil War. <laughs> and then we also got to see forgot, Chadwick Boseman is the first time as T'Challa. Oh yeah, that's right. Which was, he was awesome. That's I'm, I completely forgot about that. That's right. Yeah, he took on Winter Soldier pretty easily himself. <laughs> I felt. Yeah, he did. He held his own. Impressive. And then this is what you know talking about when Winter Soldier like wound up for a punch, and Spider Man just caught the punch. Yeah. Like, like it was nothing. Yep, like it was nothing. Some great scenes in that one for sure. So this movie did what it was supposed to do. It broke up the Avengers. And we didn't see, can we, can we talk about the Hulk again a little bit? Because the Hulk didn't know that this had happened, right? Cause when he comes back in infinity war, Tony has to explain to him that the Avengers broke up. So where did we last leave off with the Hulk? So, and the end of Avengers part two, mm -hmm. the second one, Edge of Ultron, it's yeah. him flying away in a Quinjet. And we don't know where the Quinjet goes That's or right. what happens to it. That's right. And so we can only assume, because we see him again in Ragnarok, that yes. like blasted into space, I guess. <laughs> so Civil War takes place at the same time as Ragnarok, mm -hmm. like the exact same time. So that's why Thor and, and Hulk have no idea that this is going on. Right. Which is kind of cool. They they got rid of like the two over, overpowered strong guys that mm. would just probably kill everyone other than... Scarlet Witch, maybe. Yeah. Yep. So, interesting. I just wanted to bring that up because it kind of took me a second to realize, like, wait, the Hulk didn't know that all that tension happened between Steve Rogers and Tony Stark? So, that's good that we cleared that up. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get Doctor Strange, which this is another one that I didn't see until just a couple of, maybe, like, last year. It came out in 2016, so... Um, I didn't see it until much after it, its debut, and I 
loved it. I thought it was so great. Yeah. I love Benedict Cumberbatch. I, you know, I just, I never saw magic. I don't know how you didn't get into this one. You know, I I think I was pregnant this year. I kind of, I was, I moved states, kind of had a lot of things going. It probably just fell off my radar um, because it totally seems like something I would have been on board to watch. It just kind of missed me, but I saw it. I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was so smart. And, you know, Doctor Strange is one of my favorites. He's amazing. Yep, and we see more of um, we see Rachel McAdams in this one. We see Tilda Swinston, the genius Tilda Swinston in this one. We see Benjamin Bratt, um, a lot of good characters in this one. And we saw uh, who played Mordo. Do you have that? Um, yes. Uh, oh gosh, I I'm not even gonna try to pronounce his name. I'm sorry. Chiweedle. Yeah, Chiweedle. Yeah. And we got a new Infinity Stone, the Eye of Agamotto, the Time Stone. Yep, we saw the new Infinity Stone there. So that puts us at, I forgot how many. Oh, so so far we have the Space Stone, which was in Thor, Captain America, and the Avengers. We have the Mind Stone, which was in Winter Soldier and Civil War, Age of Ultron. We saw Reality Stone in Dark, the Dark World, Thor, the Dark World. We saw the Power Stone in Guardians of the Galaxy, Time Stone. And so that's all of them except for the Soul Stone, which we don't really see until mm-hmm. Infinity Infinity or <coughs> Infinity War. <laughs> Sorry. Cut that okay? out. I sneezed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't keep that in. <laughs> Infinity War. War, yeah. I remember after seeing this one, I was waiting this when the next stone was going to show up for like ever. And then I was kind of disappointed that we had to wait for Infinity War for the Soul Stone to show up. But whatever. It paid off, actually. It did. It paid off, yeah. So what did you, what did you think of Doctor Strange? I love Doctor Strange. We saw it in IMAX 3D, mm-hmm. and it was, like, trippy. Oh, amazing. oh that, that sounds like it would, it would have been awesome. Yeah, I felt like that was, like, worth seeing in IMAX 3D. Like, yeah. there's a few movies that are, but that one was, like, worth it. it was, yeah. Or he didn't like, like the bad guy at the end. He didn't like Dormammu. Oh, he didn't? But I think he'll come back. I think this is just like his little space form. But eventually mm-hmm. he'll actually come to Earth, I bet. Yeah. Well, then after this, we get Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which wasn't the, as good as Volume 1, but still so hilarious, so awesome. Um, I thought it was... You, you see a couple of new characters in this. You see Mantis who is hilarious and super innocent and naive. Um, you you get Ego in this one, which happens to be... Kurt Russell. And Peter Quill's dad. So another, some more daddy issues here. <laughs> Tons of daddy issues. Tons of daddy issues here. Um, Groot is a baby in this one still. Yes, so baby Groot. Little, little baby Groot. You see Sylvester Stallone. Yes. You get to know a little bit more about Yondu. And because of the at the in the first Guardian, you still kind of think he's an asshole that you know he's just some you know asshole essentially. But you get to learn more about Yondu, and you really grow to love him at just the worst time because he, he dies at the end of this one. Yeah. Spoiler alert! Wow. Spoiler alert! Well, this whole thing I think we need to mention that at the beginning. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, this one was great. It's not as great as the first one, but really a close second. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, I liked Mantis with uh, 
with Drax. Mantis and Drax. Oh, hilarious. Great, hilarious. great chemistry yeah. between both of them. And then this one had a really good um, after credit scene. They had like five after credit scenes. Oh, yeah, this one had a lot of them. So the next one we get after this is Spider Man, which is another movie I didn't get to see in theaters. Um, I didn't get to see many movies in theaters last year because I was a new mom, but. This one was by far one of my favorites. It just caught me completely off guard. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know how hilarious it was going to be and how much I would fall in love with Tom Holland as Spider-Man. It was incredible. And his chemistry with Robert Downey Jr. is hilarious. I love it. And we get um, Donald Glover was in it. Yeah, we get him a little bit, which is kind of a a little bit bit of a call-out, right? Yeah, he was... People wanted him to play Spider-Man when Andrew Garfield got the part. Yep. And then he mentions his little nephew, Miles Morales. Do you know who Miles Morales is? No, I don't think so. Miles Morales is Spider-Man as well in another universe. Oh, that's right. He doesn't he yeah. do the cart the he does the voice for him, right? Yeah, he he's going there's going to be a Miles Morales movie coming out actually. Oh, cute. Cool. Yeah. Well, we also see Michael Keaton in this, Marissa Tomei. John Favreau, which he's hilarious in this one. His chemistry with Tom Holland is hilarious, too. Yeah, Tom Holland and John Favreau was amazing. Yeah, so funny. Especially that beginning scene where it's kind of like first-person filming by Peter Parker. Yeah. It's so good. We see Zendaya in this one, which I didn't really care for. Um, we, and uh, what's her face? We saw Han- Hannibal is in this one. <laughs> it was hilarious. It's so good. So good. That's Coach Wilson. And this one was released by Sony. So it's like a little deal they got going together, Marvel and Sony. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But it did do a really good job kind of just bringing everything together. Yeah, they let Marvel like advise them on what to do, and then they let Marvel use their character, Spider-Man. Which, did you happen to see any of the post-commentary um, just – Features, I guess, at the end of Infinity War. No, I didn't see any of that. No, there's like this round table where a lot of the main um, directors are discussing how they would each visit each other's scene and kind of ask. Like, they didn't want to be too pressing and they didn't want to have, you know, take away any of the control of the director. But they would yeah. kind of ask, like, okay, what's happening with this person? Like at the end of Guardians 2, James Gunn explained what happened to Nebula and, and the... Um, the Russo brothers are like, oh, okay, good. That really sets us up for Infinity War because we don't want her to die. Like, she needs, she's a big part of Infinity War, you know? So it was really cool yeah. to see that. And it makes sense. You know, they're visiting each other on set and seeing where they're heading with, headed with the story so that everything kind of just continues to flow. And, and then saying, you know, we're going to have a big part that with this character, so maybe if you can throw in a little bit of this, can really help that flow. Yeah, it's weird, um, DC, how, like, communication works. It's, it's crazy. Right. <laughs> and then we get into probably the funniest Marvel movie ever. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I remember I saw this one in the theaters. I did. And I remember being so tired this day, this when I walked into the theater and I thought to myself, I, I hope I don't fall asleep. I'm so tired. And I started to kind of like when you see at the beginning where Thor is just hanging on that chain right before then I'm like, oh, I'm going to fall asleep. I'm I can't fight it. And then just I was completely caught off guard by how funny it was. And 
I obviously didn't fall asleep at all during the movie, and I thought it was so, so funny. It was so hilarious. Yeah, this is directed by Taika Waititi, who does Fly the Concord. And then we see... He played a Korg to that rock guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did? Yeah, that was him. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> that's He wasn't in that round table I was just talking about, by the way. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I know. Definitely sucks. But we see Kate Blanchett as Hela, which was an awesome villain. I thought she was so badass. Yeah, I've uh, never been attracted to her until this movie for some reason. Yeah, and she's, she is, like, so hot. So yeah. hot in it, you know? And she was, like, what? how old is she, like, in her maybe 50s? I think she's in her 50s, yeah. Let's see. She was born in 1969, so almost 50. Yeah. Yeah, almost 50. And she was just, she killed it. She was so good in it. You see Jeff Goldblum, who is incredible. Yeah. I don't think there could have been anybody to play the Grandmaster better than he did. Um, you saw Mark Ruffalo again, which was such a surprise. I wasn't expecting that. I know a lot of people kind of saw something. Oh, well, he was in the poster, right? He was in the movie poster. You see him at the top. So I never really paid attention to it. You didn't know when you saw the movie that Hulk was going to be in it? No, so I didn't know, which was awesome. What? Right? Like, imagine going into it just not knowing. So I had no idea that the Hulk was going to be in it because I never really paid attention to the poster. Um, and it was just hilarious to me. It was and so uh, Tessa Thompson was Valkyrie. That's right. Yeah, Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. And it kind of introduced you to the Valkyrie, right? Because I never knew really much about them. And it kind of gave you a little bit more of a history about Thor and his and his upbringing, I guess, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then You saw see. Benedict Cumberbatch in this one, too? Doctor Strange, he was in oh, it? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So this... a post credit scene in Doctor Strange that we forgot to mention. Oh, so... whoops. It's okay. <laughs> this one was hilarious. It was so funny the entire time. I was laughing out loud, literally laughing out loud. <laughs> and then the end of this one sets up for Thanos, his ship like approaches the Thor's ship. The, yeah. Um, sanctuary, sanctuary, the yeah. sanctuary two. The guardians ship. That's what I was trying to say. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yep. And then we go into um, this is a little movie that didn't do that well in February. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Um, this movie uh, just like blew up blew up there were so many people going out to go and see it it was we had to get our tickets way in advance oh my gosh i think i got my tickets like a month in advance for this one especially here in california it was crazy going to the theaters to watch this movie and we're talking about black panther black panther we get chadwick boseman as black panther in this one michael b jordan the gorgeous michael b jordan as killmonger um, who else, Daniel? We had um, Lupita. Martin Freeman came. That's from right. The Hobbit. We see. Um, uh, how do you say her name? Denai or? Yeah, Denai. She was in The Walking Dead. Yeah, I don't remember how to say her name. She's been killing it in The Walking Dead and has and killed it in Black Panther. It was amazing. Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker, and we got the kid from that one movie. Oh my gosh, the 
Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, Kalu- yeah, what, what was the name of the movie? Um, with the T. I know, <laughs> with the T. Uh, get out. <laughs> get out. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> that kid. Yep. He was in it, and then my favorite character of all in this movie was Mbuku, who's a newcomer. I forgot his name, um, but he was amazing. Oh yeah, Winston Duke. Yeah, Winston Duke. He was mm-hmm. amazing. This he was yeah, he, awesome in his role. Yeah, he did really, really good, and he was in Infinity War too, which was awesome. Yeah, he was. It was so good. Yep, really good. Um, I loved that this movie kind of just introduced you to this entire, this entire world. It was just like its own little standalone world. Exactly. Its own world within our world that we had no idea um, was happening. And apparently they knew everything that was going on. Cause I, I believe they mentioned the first Avengers, um, you know, the, what happened in New York in this one. And it was just, it was awesome. No, none of us knew what was coming with this one. Yeah. Ryan Coogler is an amazing director. He's, I think he's got a perfect score so far. Yeah, he was in the round table. He talked a lot about you know his journey and um, making the Marvel movies and how honored he was. So that was really cool. And then we got our uh, end credit scene was Bucky Barnes without an arm. Mm-hmm. And they call him was it White Wolf or something? The White Wolf, yeah, the White yeah. Wolf. Which uh, led us to the granddaddy of them all, the big one. Infinity War, where, Infinity War, which will be the last one we talk about, even though there are a couple more. One, oh, one, one more one that more. came out, but we'll, we'll. You didn't talk about? You didn't see this one? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, we can talk no. about it. So let's get into Infinity War, which we all knew was gonna be just amazing. So this movie was what? Ten years in the making, because it started in two thousand eight, right? Yep. Yeah, ten years in the making. Mm-hmm. We got a two and a half hour movie that is just jam-packed from the beginning to end i saw this movie twice in the movie theaters i know you saw it more than once more than twice as well daniel um i remember i saw this when it came out and then i shortly celebrated my one year wedding anniversary and we went to go see it again (laughs) yeah it was so good you have all these characters but this movie is typically or technically i'm sorry a thanos movie yes awesome you know, they, they said that he was going, they planned on having him narrate throughout the entire movie, which, you know, wasn't what happened, but I thought that would have been really cool too. And Thanos is kind of, I don't know, maybe kind of a little bit of an anti-hero as well. Yeah, he's he's got that um, Robin Hood kind of thing going on, like steal from the rich and give to the poor. Yeah, he, he kind of... He doesn't of, go about it right, is right. the problem. Right, exactly. He doesn't go about it right. And it was just, you kind of start to feel where what he was saying, but then you kind of like were struggling with yourself internally thinking, wait, am I agreeing with genocide? Because I don't think that I should be agreeing with genocide. Yeah, it, it's like, oh my gosh. It was so, great. let me see. Yeah, from, I don't know, maybe even Guardians of the Galaxy. From Guardians of the Galaxy 2 on... All these bad guys were amazing, which was a problem with Marvel that everyone was talking about. But they finally got their stuff together, and all these villains were really good. Yeah, was Ego. W- um, what was... 
they weren't man. they weren't liking um the vulture you mean vulture vulture yeah, yeah. vulture i don't remember was there a bad guy in thor oh yeah hella yeah hella 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 t'challa's bad guy was t'chaka no it's chikaka Whatever, his, his bad guy, and then and Thanos. It was like all these like great run of amazing bad guys. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you see all of your favorite superheroes come back, all of them, except for kind of the Hulk. I mean, you do see him a little bit at the beginning, but I know that there was a lot of controversy with the Hulk in, in, in this movie, especially because <clears throat> I kept reading that people were saying, the Hulk should have been able to beat Thor. And I know you're a big Hulk fan, Daniel. So what do you think? Hmm. Hulk got his ass beat by Thanos, you mean? Oh my gosh, yes. I'm sorry. Thanos, not Thor. And it's the first time he's ever been beat. So he's like scared to death. He's never been beaten before. It's not just Thanos either. He had a he had the Power Stone, right? Right. He had, so, at that point, oh yeah, he just had he just had the Power Stone at that point. So it's Thor, it's Thanos plus a stone mm-hmm. and like he just beat the crap out of Thor which makes sense because he had the stone yeah yep and then he got the uh, other stone from Loki and then right off the bat you see him kill Idris Elba yes which I always kind of felt that Idris Elba was the soul stone <laughs> <laughs> I I thought that it was inside of him, and that was the way that he was able to kind of see what was happening, and because his eyes were that color, that that vibrant orange color, remember that like golden yeah. color. So I was like, I wonder if he has the soul stone, and that was quickly crushed. Yeah, I thought he was gonna have a stone in his eyes, but <laughs> I don't think it was the soul stone. I think I think it was gonna be something else. I don't remember which one. Well, by then we had kind of already seen all of the other stones. Yeah, at that time, but. So I was still I was still holding on that he was going to play a big part. And when I saw him at the beginning of Infinity War, I kind of was like, oh, my gosh, he's going to have the soul stone. Watch. Mark my words. And then, no, he died. <laughs> <laughs> but before he died, he was able to make that tunnel and get Thor to Earth. No, not Thor. Hulk. See? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of teleported Thor. Or, see, now I'm doing it too. Hulk back to Earth. And then we see Loki kind of doing his what he does best right going yeah. to go and we i didn't believe it you know so it, it seemed very transparent so we see him kind of a gruesome death with loki you know kind of oh, you have to make sure he's dead yeah a little bit gruesome with that throat with that throat smash yeah but he but, sacrificed himself for thor pretty much yeah he did and this was this was great i thought this movie was really funny it was really smart um, I thought it was very conflicting. Like it caused me to have a lot of conflicting feelings about what I thought was right, and um, because I think Thanos brings a really good point that you know we we're all kind of just sucking away at what the Earth is giving us, and eventually it's not going to be able to sustain itself, and you know that's. That's what happened to his planet, and that's what he wanted to prevent. So he fully thought of himself as a good guy, but the people around him, I think the people that were serving him were definitely not good people. And so I think that they were on another level than Thanos. Would you agree that they were kind of more of 
like the quote like the the typical villains whereas thanos i was just very conflicted with thanos yeah they they like serve thanos his little cabal or whatever they're called mm-hmm. yeah yeah but they i didn't feel like they were um on the same level as him i think he was i think he really thought he was being good and they were just pure evil when you're yeah mind. i think that they were pure evil and um what did they call them his lieutenants yeah, I can't remember. The Black Order. The Black Order, that's right. Yeah, yeah, the Black Order. And they were like sons and daughters of Thanos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, well, we got uh, We got Gamora's death, which I wanted to see Gamora kill Thanos, but that didn't happen. Yeah, and I, I knew, like, at the beginning, like, and towards the middle of the movie where you think she kills him, I was like, there's no way. Um, that scene was just so powerful where he throws her over... The, the edge and sacrifices her for what he thinks is the greater good. Yeah. No, that was, but that was really- it's like, there, there was like this moment where she, they're like, you have to kill something you love. And she didn't realize that he actually loved her. Exactly. Exactly. She didn't. That was really, I think that was really shocking to her. You could see it in her face. It was so shocking to her. It was really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. And then you see Peter Dinklage in this. Oh my gosh, that was, that was probably the worst part. So you really, you really didn't like Peter Dinklage in it? I thought it was great. I thought it looked awful. It looked really bad. Really? Yeah, it was just bad. I liked that scene. I liked how we got to see teenage Groot kind of um, redeem himself because he's been kind of, he was kind of a butthead the whole time. <laughs> yeah, he's just a teenager, normal teenage kid. Well, I think we've all seen Infinity War. Anybody who's listening to this has probably seen it more than once and can agree that it was lived up to the hype, that it was amazing. There were so many good scenes. You didn't like the Peter Dinklage scene. I didn't like the first um, Scarlet Witch scene with her in Vision because I was I always felt like she was very, very powerful. And I thought that she seemed quite easily defeated at that first scene. So kind of didn't like that part. Um, uh, well, Proxima Midnight is like, the greatest fighter they didn't like go into it it's kind of bothered me that they didn't go into the, the black order as much uh-huh. but proxima midnight's like an amazing fighter yeah and they should have showed it more but they, they really didn't and that's that kind of that kind of bothered me a little i guess too yeah i think it would have been um it would have made more sense if i had known that because i didn't know that yeah. yeah she's not just a regular shoulder she's like amazing yeah. so we all see that he thanos does get all of the stones and he fulfills his destiny or what he thinks is his destiny and kind of leaves before thor aims for the chest and not the head oh yes oh my gosh that was incredible though that's that scene you kind of thought like oh he did it right yeah like oh yeah yep you thought he did it but and then he brings back vision and scarlet witch has to see him die again yeah uh, just and then she dies. <laughs> we see a we see a lot of our favorite superheroes disintegrate. You see Black Panther disintegrate, Groot, um, Mantis, Drax, Quill, Doctor Strange, Spider Man, Nick Fury at the very end at the post credit scene. Yeah, we set up for Captain Marvel. Yeah, that which was what is that next year? Yeah, 2019. Yeah, next year. Really excited about that one. But, um, yeah, I thought that I I loved it. I thought it was great. And if 
we're gonna get into our favorite of them all. I gotta say, I want to I want to mention Ant Man and the Wasp so people don't don't be like, oh, they didn't know about Ant Man and the Wasp. Okay, go ahead. I'm not gonna say anything about it. I'm just gonna say it came out this year. Oh, okay. We're not talking. We're not gonna talk about it because you haven't seen it yet. Okay. Just so they know. Okay. So let's get into our top five all-time Marvel movies. Yes. First question, um, did you have anything that wasn't from the Marvel Cinematic Universe? No. No. That Me neither. <laughs> I was just wondering. Yeah, they're all from the Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Should we go five to one? Yeah. One to five? Yeah. What was your time? Yeah. What was your five? My five, number five was the first Iron Man movie, 2008. Oh, okay. Okay. Mine was Black Panther. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. I really did like Pan- Black Panther. I thought that was really good. Definitely top five. What about your number four? My number four was Captain America Winter Soldier. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. It was my favorite for a long time. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that one is really, really good. My my number four is Spider-Man Homecoming. Ooh, interesting. I didn't think that was going to be on your list. Yep, I loved it. I thought it was so good. That's very good. Yep. Okay. Number three? Number three, yeah. My number three is Black Panther. Oh, okay. Much higher than mine. Yes. Yep. My number three was Thor Ragnarok. Oh, interesting. Yep. I thought that was so brilliant. So good. I think our top two are probably going to be the same. Probably not. I think about it. Yep. What's your t- number two? My number two is Guardians of the Galaxy. Same with me. It was so good. It, I struggled with it. I almost put it up to number one. I wanted to put it on one, too, but I just yep. couldn't after. I couldn't after Infinity Number one, Infinity War. <laughs> same with me. Oh gosh, it was so good. I before that before Infinity War, Guardians was definitely my favorite. Yeah. Yep. But Infinity War was amazing. It was. was. It like lived up to the hype, which never happens. Exactly. In this day and age. It never happens. And I was hearing about it all the time prior to its release. So I it was I felt it was really hyped up and it completely lived up to the hype. It surprised me in so many ways and it's so long. It's two and a half hours long, but it keeps you, it keeps you your attention the entire time. It doesn't feel like two and a half hours. It, it doesn't. Fast. Yeah, it absolutely doesn't. Um, it goes by in it, a snap, if you want to say. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> well, yep, there you have it. Our top five. That's uh, our top five. The Marvel Cinematic Universe, well, of the Marvel Universe, but they all happen to be in the cinematic universe. And I'm excited yeah. to see what's going to happen next year. And in the next year, they haven't announced the next Avengers movie title because apparently there's a spoiler in it. So they're waiting for people, as many people as possible, to watch Infinity War. They'll probably announce it by the end of this year. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. You think it'll be called like Death of Thanos or something? Oh, gosh. It's like incredible foreshadowing. Yeah. Everyone obvious. at the Avengers, everyone does. Everyone comes back. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Um, you guys can check us out on Twitter um, at our favorite tings, T-I-N-G. You like that? <laughs> Brilliant. And next month, you want to tell them what we're doing next month? Yeah, next month we're gonna get into our five top five favorite episodes of Friends. Be fun. We'll do a little breakdown of friends and then we'll talk about our top five episodes. And we promise we'll be much more organized. This was our first pancake. We'll see what happens. Well, I don't know. <laughs>
Until then, I'm Daniel. And I'm Ellie, signing off to find a few more of our favorite things. Bye! Bye! <laughs>